former President Donald Trump's name will stay on Illinois' March ballot. This comes as a wave of voter efforts across the state and the country have tried to boot Trump from primary ballots on grounds that his role in the January 6th insurrection violated the Constitution. But yesterday, the Illinois Elections Board voted unanimously to keep him on. Illinois now joins states like Michigan, Minnesota, and Oregon, where challenges to remove Trump from the ballots failed. We're joined now by Mawa Iqbal, who's a WBEZ State House reporter. Hey, Mawa. Hey. So uh, the unanimous vote, I mean, was that what you were expecting? Um, honestly, we didn't really know what to expect. I, I, I sort of heard sort of whispers and I guess the talk of the town was that it would most likely be a four to four split decision, mm -hmm. considering that the board is split four to four Republican Democrat. But um, yeah, and, and we, we figured that this would eventually end up in the courts anyhow, just, just given how these challenges, like you mentioned, have been going in states like Michigan and Oregon. Um, but yeah, unanimous vote definitely was not what we were expecting, but also we didn't really um, know what to Who expect. Who knows? But yeah. it, was, it was pretty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Well, uh, let's go back a bit, right? Talk to us about who brought the challenge to the Illinois Elections Board and, and the rationale that they were resting their case on. Yeah, so this was um, a group of five residents in Illinois. They come from pretty much all over the state. So from Chicago, then north suburban Lindenhurst, even down to downstate Fairview Heights and Colfax. And um, they are working with this national voting rights group called Free Speech for People, which is this nonpartisan national group that um, advocates for election fairness. And so um, their rationale basically is that Trump should be disqualified from holding office for his engagement in the January 6th attacks on the U.S. Capitol, which they say was an insurrection. And it violates this clause in the 14th Amendment that pretty much bars people from holding office if they were engaged in an act of insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. government. So they pointed to how he, um, or, or they, they claimed that he encouraged rioters to swarm the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Um, all his comments about uh, his former Vice President Mike Pence. And um, basically just talk about how it's it's the, the goal that he had that day was to block Democratic Joe Biden's certification as president. Mm. Now, the folks making that decision in our state, the Illinois Election Board, what do we know about them? Who, who makes up that board? Yeah, so like I mentioned earlier, it's a bipartisan board with a four to four Republican Democratic split. Um, you have some former lawmakers. You also have people who worked for the state Supreme Court and other um, circuit courts. So it's a it's a diverse group of people who all have experience in public service and and um, in in at least in politics as well. Um, I, I believe one of the board members, Jack Vrett, also ran for um, an office as a Republican candidate in Illinois. So. Yeah, a lot of people who are very familiar with, with politics and, and uh, state government and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so the board has jurisdiction to make that decision? I mean, why was there debate around that part of things? Yeah, I guess it's it's unclear, right? The the board. Um, so in their decision, they they said that you know they basically don't have the authority to rule on complex constitutional issues. They talked about how because they are a board of elections, most of the candidate objections cases that get brought to them are stuff like you know this candidate failed to 
file the paperwork properly or this candidate failed to get proper signatures like the signatures were invalid on their under um, statements of candidacy or, or whatever the case may be but when it comes to these constitutional issues they, they feel like that's out of their purview of course the objectors were arguing that it, it is within their purview and they pointed to what happened in Colorado as an example of this basically saying that the board has the power to make decisions like this um, but the, I think ultimately the board felt like, you know, that it's, it's a timeline thing, right? So, so they felt like we just, don't, they didn't have enough time mm -hmm. to really sit down and consider this constitutional case um, and, and wanted to defer to uh, the, the court system. So, yeah. yeah. They also well, um, talked about how, you know, oh, sorry. Well, I was going to ask you what's next. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, so... Now the lawyers representing the objectors say they'll most likely be filing an appeal to the courts, um, probably in Cook County since that's where most of the action has been happening. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to reach out or, or try to get a hold of them today to see when they would file and just to keep keep a tab on that. But um, yeah, that that's definitely on the horizon. Interesting. Yeah, the, the election board says they don't have the jurisdiction to take Trump off the ballot, that it should go to the courts. So that we're clear, will it go to the courts? Like, would that actually happen? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the the lawyers seem pretty pretty steadfast, and they they've given statements and and to the press about how they will be filing this in the in the Illinois court system. Um, whether that gets you know kicked up to the Supreme Court, we're not sure because of course there is the U.S. Supreme Court case happening now mm -hmm. um, from Colorado. So it'll be interesting to see how it moves through the court system. But it definitely will be in the courts, the state courts now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, voters who brought this suit were, likely will appeal this decision. Yes, definitely. Now, what are other states uh, you know, that are considering challenges like this? What's happening there? Yeah, so, of course, we know about Colorado and Maine, but um, in Massachusetts, Oregon, Arizona, Michigan, I've seen, too, and we, we've talked about they um the, the challenges are aren't really going in the objector's favor it, it, it has been similar to what's happening in illinois where the state is deciding you know we're not gonna rule on this we're just gonna kick it up to the courts um and let them do it but it is interesting that this national nonpartisan voting rights group that was working with the voters in illinois uh free speech for people they're sort of like spearheading this movement and then they they filed the uh or, or they, they, they've started a dozen different movements in a dozen different states to try to get Trump kicked off the ballot. Mm. Um, at least in Iowa, too, what I was reading this morning was um, there, the General Assembly there is trying to pass a measure to make sure that 14th Amendment challenges against candidates are, are prohibited in the state. So different different efforts going on, but, oh, but really? it, it seems like, like, like you said earlier, like a concerted, yeah, like a concerted effort to um, across the country. So, I mean, we already talked about the, the states that have also barred challenges to remove Trump from ballots. But what I'm hearing you say is that there have also been states that have sided with these sorts of challenges. Yeah, only Colorado so far. Um, otherwise, uh, all these other states, they've um, they've sided with the or I guess against the challenges. And so decided to keep Trump on the ballot. But in Colorado, um, they yeah. So so basically, the um, the state board of elections in Colorado or, or the state election authority there decided that um, that Trump should be kicked off the ballot, and that's why now we're seeing it up in the Supreme Court. But 
Yeah, it, it's interesting. It seems like uh, a lot of these other states are sort of ducking from the issue on similar grounds to Illinois, saying that they don't have the jurisdiction to rule on such an obscure complex constitutional issue um and in maine too the the democratic secretary of state ruled that trump did violate the 14th amendment so we have maine siding with the objectors but um her ruling is sort of on hold until the supreme court issues a decision so i guess yeah it's kind of just watching to see what happens with the supreme court mawa iqbal is a statehouse reporter for wbez thank you mawa appreciate the update thank you